Good morning. Good morning. I mean, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. Ah, but it's 12 o'clock in, in the noon when people are watching this. Hopefully. Hopefully. Ideally, right? <laughs> or the the uh, three o'clock for the Eastern peeps. Ah, uh, yes. Eastern later, Standard you know, Time. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Uneducation Station podcast. Of course, my name is Zach, and I'm here with Coffee Man Arthur. Hello. So, I've been gone for a little bit. You've been gone for a little bit, yeah. Well, it was your birth weekend. Yes. Of which case, I I said happy early birthday, which which then that episode went up near your birthday, the day before your birthday. Yeah, the day before. So, that was a happy birthday for that week, of which I already said prior for the future now we're in the future and at this point we're a week after the future that future <laughs> so now we're gonna say i'm gonna say happy late late birthday or happy late birthday for the previous week and then when this episode goes up happy late late birthday so in case you guys didn't know <laughs> my birthday was not that long ago um and for my birthday i ended up flying down to vegas for the weekend vegas. and um it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Good. Uh, and it also reminded me how much I don't want to live in Las Vegas. No. So, okay. It was hot here. Was it hot there? Bro. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. Is water wet? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know. Do I have long hair? Yes. It was, uh, yeah. See, I don't know how my parents and my brother, the other, other week so many weeks they went to arizona did i tell you that yeah 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 i don't know how well to be fair for arizona was pretty good it was like 70 80 ish okay and since it's, there's no water in the air because it's arizona there's no water anywhere but because of that there's no humidity so it's not as bad yeah it's just pure heat i will say though when it's like 90 degrees here and 90 degrees in vegas it's a little bit of a different story, just because... Would you say it's more miserable here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I think the only heat that's worse than here is in Florida. Right. The exact opposite. The yeah. opposite corner. It's because of that humidity, man. Dude, the humidity is a killer, it's impossible. dude. impossible. Oh, my I, God. Damn you, science. It's the reason why I don't want to go to certain countries in Asia during the summer. It just, just can't happen. It just can't. We're going happen. to Japan We're in the winter time. We are going to Japan. I I refuse to go to Japan any other time. Well, okay, maybe the fall, because I know snow is pretty rough depending on things. So I've heard the best times is fall or spring. That's fair. Because summer and winter is just the complete polar opposites, where fall and spring are kind of the in betweens, right? Yeah. Um. So that would be the vibe. Plus, you go to Japan in spring. You know, I feel like that's just the vibe. You yeah. know, at least for, in my mind, right? The flower, the sakura trees are blooming and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. all that type of shit, the anime type shit. You know what I mean? Springtime. Yeah. yeah. Japan anime. <laughs> anime. Anime. Woo. Woo. Oh man. Why does it not look like anime here? Where are the subtitles? <laughs> Where are the subtitles? Where are the subtitles? <laughs> oh my god. Um. It's gonna happen though. You know, I I think I'm going to go. Subtitles? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. But I think I am going to actually go to Japan, not soon, but definitely plan now with my family. Okay. Because I mentioned before that my younger cousin 
she was going to go on a Japan trip with her class mm-hmm. for for something. I don't know what it was. Some sort of is it wasn't a field trip necessarily, but it was just a a trip you would still have to pay for it and everything, but they would present you the opportunity to go to Japan. Oh, okay. So cool. it's not as cool as it sounds. It's not like, okay, we're gonna take everybody and go to Japan, you know, for free. Just fill out a permission slip and shit, you know. Yeah. Um, no, not like that. But they present you the opportunity to go to Japan. So mm. that was that's uh, that's what that was going to be. But they needed a chaperone. Mm. And they couldn't find a chaperone. So are you the chaperone? I wanted to be the chaperone. They just <laughs> didn't ask me. So but it was too late. Damn it. And then they brought it up and they're like and they're like, oh, we couldn't find a chaperone. Like, you know, I'm 23, right? I can be a chaperone. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I, I have friends who are a couple years older than me. And uh, when they graduated high school, like a, a couple of years after they graduated, while I was still in high school, yeah, they would chaperone on trips. And Dude, it would just so be the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. What do you have to be, 18? I think you have to be 18. Just 18, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, now that I think about it, maybe at least 20, 21, maybe, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just in general. I don't know. I think if you've been out of high school for longer than you've been in high school, I think that that's a great place to be. I think the reasoning for me is because when you're 18, are you really, you know, have you really made that mark yet? I think you need to be humbled by college first. Or For a couple of years. Yeah, humbled by life in college first for a couple of years. And now, okay, now you can be a chaperone. (laughs) So you just gained a bunch of responsibilities in in that. and a self dignity in those yeah. years. You're you're done with the tutorial, and now you're you're yes. free roaming, and trying not to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of trips, I did want to kind of go into the the Vegas trip that I just yeah, got yeah. back from of course. a little bit. Um, just because I did a lot of really cool stuff, and it it was just really fun. And I haven't really had a chance to talk to you about it either. So no, let's hear it. Okay. Zach's All right. corner. Zach's corner. Or more like Zach's half of the room. Um You do get half the room. Yeah, I don't know why half the room is my backdrop. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. So I ended up flying into Vegas on my actual birthday, which kind of sucked because my flight was supposed to be at eight thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I had worked until three AM that same morning. And I basically ended up having to go no sleep and my flight got delayed, delayed, delayed. And then oh. uh, I ended up having to get booked on a different flight. And so I didn't end up leaving the ground from Portland until one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's rough. So, yeah. And then I got to Vegas at like 3.30 or something like that, four o'clock. Um and it was just chill. Like we were just chilling out, hanging out. We had we had tacos for dinner. It was a great time. Um and most of the trip was us just kind of like hanging out, doing mm-hmm. our thing. Um and I had never really had this opportunity before, but my oldest brother who lives down there, well now both of my brothers live down there, but that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um my oldest brother, he said that I could borrow his car. Mm. And so I was able to actually like drive around and do stuff. Nice. Um, and it was really, really cool. And one of the things I sent you Snapchats of this that I was really, really excited about. So I found the we, piano. Yeah. 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 Um, 
so we were we were driving to a breakfast place that was like 20 minutes away from my brother's house and you know i was just sitting there putzing around on my phone doing whatever my dad was driving mm -hmm. and we passed a sign for a music shop and there was a logo on this sign that immediately caught my attention oh is it what i think it is it was steinway yeah and Sons. oh so, man. okay for for the people who don't really know about for the people Stein who touch grass yeah <laughs> so Steinway and, and Sons. When did football? <laughs> for the people who are actually physically active in their youth, um, Steinway and Sons is a, a a very very reputable piano manufacturer, mm -hmm. and they make very very high end pianos. Like I'm talking, you know, upwards of a million dollar oh, pianos. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have one of the most expensive pianos too. Because there's a vault that exists. With I'm pretty the sure Steinway, yeah. Steinway has like five in yeah. there. It's nuts. It's and, gnarly. Yeah, and they're wonderful pianos. Oh, yeah. They're wonderful. And so I ended up seeing the sign at a cop, uh, when I was going to breakfast, and I was telling my dad, I was like, when we're done, I need to go there. Oh, and he yeah. was like, okay. And then... um. My mom was trying to like plan some stuff, like to go shopping or whatever, and I was mm -hmm. like, I don't really want to go. Subconsciously, it was because I wanted to go to this music right, shop, right. but I didn't want to tell my mom that yeah. I wanted to go play a piano that was that was worth more than everything I've ever owned in my entire life. Um, and so I was just kind of like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. And then I asked my dad to take me there, and he he was like. I don't know what happened. I think he was gambling on a fart and almost lost. And so we ended up having to dart back to the house. Uh, and then I just up took the took the car and just oh, went so you just went up. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's lit. <laughs> so I love that. so here I am in the middle of fucking Las Vegas by myself in a '95 Toyota Camry, mm -hmm. just there to play a piano, and. <laughs> I think it's so funny because, like, I, the impression that I got was these pianos were going to be, like, completely, like, separated from anybody's fingies, right? Sure. Because... Oh. You know, go ahead, go ahead. Because the, the pianos that they had there were, you know, $160,000, $200,000. And so I was like, there's no fucking way that they're going to let me play this damn piano. And so I walk in, and I have a video that I can show you after we're done oh, filming. Yes. Um of just lines of pianos and mm -hmm. it, it the entire room was just full of pianos and it was really cool they had some really really nice yamahas there they had a different um a different company that was manu also manufactured by steinway i can't remember what the brand was um but they made a little bit cheaper pianos you know yamahas and then they had the steinways mm -hmm. and they had I think I played three different Steinway pianos, mm. and they had an upright, they had a baby grand, and then they had a full-size grand. And it's so funny, because I immediately bought uh, the piano. No. <laughs> Even though nice. the guy, the guy who was, one of the guys who was working there, he really, really wanted me to buy a piano. He was like, I well, mean- it's our job. Yeah. yeah. He was a, a solid salesman. I was like, oh, bro- Bro, if you keep talking to me, you're going to make me make oh. very poor financial choices. I'm going to have to rent a U-Haul to 
drive across the country. <laughs> They're going to have to ship that shit. Oh, man. So immediately when I walked in, uh-huh. I just kind of perused around, like did a lap, right. saw the Steinways, and I was like, I want to touch it so bad. And so I went up to one of the people who was just kind of walking around, mm-hmm. one of the people who worked there, and I was like, hey, would it be okay if I if I played the pianos and whatnot? Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, sure. And they saw they saw the, uh, the tattoo the that I have, this one, and they were like, oh, okay, so you play. And I'm like... I guess. Um, I dabble. I yeah, I dabble. Touch a couple of white and black keys here yeah. and there. Every, every every once in a while. <laughs> and so I finally got to sit down at the Steinway Grand, like the big grand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Have you played a Steinway before? I have. So I've had a similar-ish experience to yours, except mine wasn't really just random. Mine was planned. So I've been into a grand piano store once in my life. And if you're a musician, I don't care if you play the piano. Mm-hmm. If you're a musician of any any stature, of any from beginner to expert, whether you've touched a piano or not, mm-hmm. you need to go inside a grand piano store. Just to be in there. The... The ambiance and atmosphere and every every single nerdy literature word I can say about being inside a room full of these great manufactured grand. grand there you go beautiful manufactured pieces of ivory and wood and keys and to perf- oh to perfection very expensive mind you of course but I've I okay I know I've mentioned this story before because I remember making this example which I will say later. So my experience, not to take away from your experience, but my experience, I was with my music tutor still, and I had gotten into pianos at that time. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. My, so was this after you watched your Lion April? I think this might have been... Maybe. Maybe before. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I love how that's like the timeline that I it used is. for that. It is. Well, it's true, because <laughs> I got really into piano that time. But no, I was really into it. So maybe it was after. Um, but... She recommended me to one of her friends who runs a grand piano store in Portland. Mm. And she called them up, set an appointment for me. I don't think you necessarily have to have an appointment, but just, you know, let her know, hey, or let them know, hey, you know, one of my students is going to be at your store, blah, 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 right? So I went there by myself um, on a different day. It was daytime. It was sun's out by the time I was there. And it was nighttime by the time I left. It's a great time. There was everything. There was uprights. There was electric. There was baby grands. And then there was the full-size stage grands. And oh my lord, up, you you kind of, it's kind of structured in a way where, not necessarily by price bracket, but you it's it's in a way where you can, you know, as, as a sales floor, right? Mm-hmm. You walk the sales floor and you watch the price, the price, the price ladder go up and down, right? Mm-hmm. But up on the, up on a little miniature stage was that full Steinway grand piano. And before I got to that, the nice man, oh, I wish I I think his name was Michael. I would like to find him again. Um, but the nice the nice old gentleman there let me touch all those all those pianos leading up to that Steinway. And I said, Can I play the Steinway? He's like, Yeah, you can play the Steinway. Oh my goodness gracious. It's so good. It's it's like a it's a feeling I can't quite describe because it's so nerdy. 
But it's almost like if you're a chef and you try the most tender, tender slice of steak in your life. Like that, so, that, that Kobe beef that just melts in your mouth. And you're a food enthusiast, or you try that that you're you're get you're you're getting into coffee. You, you try that that nice affogato ice cream coffee bullshit, whatever you want to call it. You make it yourself. You know, you you yeah. you, you it's like you get it, you you have a slice of the best thing in your craft. Mm-hmm. You get to try it. You get to try the nicest the the nicest tool to or you get to work with the nice the 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 cleanest most beautiful strip of wood the way that i explained it is i'm used to driving a camry and i got to go test drive a ferrari right exactly you know what that you know what that does to someone it fucks them up it fucks them up <laughs> they're like holy shit because they've never they I, not many normal people unless you know their parents really really want to gain their approval um, but if you live in a normal household, most kids or kids, like anybody from age fucking six to, okay, maybe not six, driving age 15 to God, 30 would never sit, set foot in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or anything mm-hmm. or a Porsche even, you know, mm-hmm. ever. But when you do, oh man, oh man, I haven't done it yet. I have not, I have not sat in a really fancy car or anything like that yet. I haven't either. Right. Okay. But it it, it is that's like That's what it would equate to. Yeah. That that's like the perfect representation mm-hmm. of just how like when I sat down at the bench and I was getting ready to play something, I was like nervous <laughs> for some reason. I have no idea Like wh- you're on stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was so nervous and I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, there was, like, that tension of, like, I know. And, like, of course, they had, like, a little thing, a little stand that had the price tag on it. Right. Oh, yeah. And it was $163,000. Oh, yeah, bud. And I was like, oh, man. That's not and too bad for a Steinway. Sorry, go ahead. It really isn't. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think I think that's the reason why they had that Steinway there. Because it was, like, probably one of the cheapest Steinways that you can get. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's bad, though. Oh, man. Dude, oh, my God. And so there was there was the big full-size grand, and I I mean, I had to play Golden Hour on it. I feel right, like right. I had to. Of course. Um, but it was, it was like just that, first of all, I hadn't played like an acoustic piano, let alone a grand in a very long time. Oh, I haven't either, yeah. And so there there's like that, ah, oh, that sensitivity that you're not really used to, especially mm-hmm. with like electric pianos and that kind of stuff. That that sensitivity of like you can feel the hammer hitting the strings yeah. when you're pushing down on yeah. the keys. And it's a very specific, very particular thing that people who don't play piano have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But it feels fantastic. Right. And combi- uh, combine that with the just it had such a warm sound dude and like i was sitting there and i was trying not to play too loud because i was like one of the only (laughs) people in there and you know i felt really bad because i like i i don't know i was just like super 
insecure about the whole situation. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, I would be too. You know? uh, yeah. I get right? it. <laughs> so here's okay. Here's a fun thing. Here's a fun thing that's changed my idea of this idea of. Oh, I just said that twice. You can see how I mentioned before. I'm trying to figure out this whole speech thing, anyways. But that's besides the point. <laughs> this idea of luxury shopping. Mm-hmm. So my cousin Brandon, I've mentioned him before. I built a. Oh, he's the one I built the computer for. And we should have him on the show at some point. Um, he is into watches. I think I mentioned this before. I think I think we've talked about yeah. it before. Ever since I've talked about it, he's been even more into watches. Mm-hmm. Way more into watches. And when and he he and I were the one who went to who went to the Philippines together. Mm-hmm. Philippine shirt, Borkai. So I don't know if you know this much about. I get I mean, this might be Asia in general, but Philippines for sure. They're really big on watches. Mm-hmm. They're really big on watches. Everyone has a nice watch. Everyone knows. Well, okay, not everybody, but people know watches. If you're in the Manila main area, you you probably are very familiar with watches. Even if you don't necessarily own one, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's besides the point. But in general, kind of just Asia in general. What, the reason why I bring this up is because we laid over in Japan before we went to, to the Philippines. And in the, in the just in the airport... Grand Seiko stores, um, Rolex stores. Uh, I don't know many watch watch things, right? But you know, right. you don't find these things here, mm-hmm. at least not in Vancouver or Portland. That whole thing. I mean, sure, it's uh, these days watches are kind of getting pretty cool now, mm-hmm. but in general, you don't really, at least here in Vancouver, you you there's no watch store in the mall. I think. I think there used to be at one I'm, point, I'm sure. but it wasn't like one specific. You see why brand. it's not there anymore. Oh, not yeah. A, yeah. So not a, not like a not not a singular watch store, like a right. branded, yeah. like a Grand Seiko store. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, but no, in the you go to the Japan or we at the Japan airport, Seiko, Tissot, I think Tissot, Tissot, um, watches, watch, 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 watch. I'm like, oh my goodness, and we we went in a few of them. They really like to know what time it is. Oh my goodness, I. I almost bought a watch, Zach. I, I was feeling it. <laughs> and I, I might at some point. Not not like a crazy one. There's there's plenty of really inexpensive, like, nice watches. So I might ask uh, Brandon about it. But that's besides the point. Um, I need to get back on track. We went into one of these stores. And he just went in. And it, it, it's small. It's a smaller store. You know, it's in the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a salesperson. And you just walk in. They say Hi. What was Japan something like, uh, you know, one of these things? You just have my say, you know. And then they kind of just got together. He Brandon asked about what watches he was looking for, things like that. They showed him, and they got to try it on. And he was they've got like this whole. I'm okay. I'm gonna explain it terribly because I don't understand this hobby. Mm-hmm. But so bear with me while I try and piece this together because it was fascinating. We walk in. You just might say, hi, uh, I'm looking for this and this. With uh, I, It's about this much. and Or maybe he didn't say the price immediately. But it's this brand from this branch with this dial and this backing. And, and then, and then they, they look through the catalog. They find it. They go to where it's at. He takes, while that's happening, he's taking his watch off. And then the lady pulls out this like felt thing where he can rest his watch on so he can try on the watch he looked at and see... Looked at it. They kind of made small conversation in the minimal English that they were able to do. 
And he's like, okay, thank you. And then he put his watch on and we left. And I'm like, why? Um, you could just leave? He's like, yeah, just leave. I'm like, oh, I feel really bad because, you know, you, you go into a store, like a specialty store or something. In my mind, I would feel just bad if I walked in and didn't buy anything. But he was like, no, you just, you do it all the time. You just go in and try it. Try watches. Don't buy anything. You don't need to buy anything. You could just go in and they'll, they'll, it's like a salesperson. It's like a one-on-one thing. Mm-hmm. And he didn't buy anything. I mean, he's not loaded. So, of course, he didn't buy He just didn't, oh, yeah, I'll buy it, you know. But he yeah. was to- it was a totally natural thing to just be like, okay, cool. Okay, bye. Like, right after putting it on his sweaty airport wrist. I mean, sure, it wasn't that bad. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So, after I experienced this, and, I'd, and it happened multiple times because, I mean... You know, we're walking around the malls and stuff, and there's watch stores everywhere, and he wants to go in. And, yeah, of course. Yeah, let's go in. You know? And just trying on watches. Okay, cool. Bye. Trying on, trying on watches. Cool, cool, okay, cool. Cool, bye, bye, bye. You know? Mm-hmm. And so natural, so normal. And I would feel so bad, but it's fine. And he assured me it's fine. So after that, I begun to think, okay, maybe it is fine for certain things, mm-hmm. but it's fine to just be in like a like a car show for example and not just, and not buy a car right you know go to a car dealership and not buy a car yeah even if you're prepared to buy one and yep. like a nice one you know mm-hmm. like like a like you go you go to like a like a ferrari dealership or something whatever that would be i don't know what that'd be you know a mercedes or a dealership or whatever you know mm-hmm. nice cars going around they got nice cars up for show you're in that area with the nice cars and stuff you're t- you're talking to salespeople, and yeah they're trying to sell it to you but then you're just like, all right, cool. Bye. You know? Mm-hmm. That is an idea I never thought I would understand until I witnessed Brandon try on a bunch of really fucking expensive watches. And then, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> so because of that, the reason why I bring this up is because after, after I connected that story with my story with the grand piano at, I believe his name was Michael, uh, at that grand piano store, a grand grand piano store that I went to, it's fine to try the things. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, just ask, right? Yeah. But it's fine to try it out. Try out all the pianos, touch the pianos, or whatever. You know, they play, they they clean it up and do maintenance stuff. I mean, whether they do it or they hire people to do it, whatever it is, they do that, and that's fine. So just give her a goal, and because of that, I think I've begun to feel more confident in t- touching using my grubby fingers to play test stuff. I mean, you go to like music world or whatever or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and slam some guitars, really nice guitars too. Right. Yeah. Like really, really nice guitars. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Yeah. I think, I think there's that kind of disconnect for me, especially with like music world and like those music shops. Cause I usually know the people who work there. Right. And I don't, they literally do not care. Okay. Do you but- have any watch friends? No. Okay, it's okay. I mean, I don't either until Brandon got into watches. If you ever are in a situation where maybe you have a friend or a pal or a family member and they're into watches and you're with them and they say, oh, look at that watch store that just so happens to be in Vancouver for some damn reason, mm-hmm. wherever you're at, go in there with them and let them just do their thing. Go into a couple. Let them do their thing. You'll find it so fascinating how just the etiquette of it. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating. And because of that experience, I mean, obviously I have to ask first, but I would go into a grand piano. Hey, can I slam a couple keys, my guy? Not in those words, but you know, that's what I'll mean. <laughs> yeah. And I'll slam a couple keys, eh? You know, it's really funny because when I was in that piano shop in Vegas, 
there was like um there was this older woman who came up to me who worked at the store mm-hmm. um and she she and i were just kind of talking about the piano and all of that kind of stuff and yeah. she was like you have really expensive taste and i was like <laughs> he's just with the grand piano you have expensive taste yeah i like this one <laughs> I, I like this I like one, this one. <laughs> i would like to purchase this please <laughs> but here's my credit card <laughs> it's gonna get declined but like at least i could try that's like a that's like a like a um how do i say it i write a check type of thing huh or uh that's a make some payments type of thing. That's true, yeah. I guess that's how you would go about it, huh? I mean... Oh, even... go finish your story. I actually have something to say about that. Okay. So we were just kind of sitting there chatting, mm-hmm. and um, she saw... Everyone was, like, really excited about my tattoos Yeah. in Vegas. And I think that that's really cool. Like, the the fact that, like... The purpose of me getting this tattoo was for me to like show how much I love music and I love playing piano and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. And it worked. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were talking about the tattoos, talking about the piano, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've never been able to play a Steinway before. And I've always wanted to because I know that they are just some beautifully crafted pianos. Mm-hmm. And... uh this woman was kind of was. We were just like casually talking, yeah, having a go, having, having a, a go, bud, having a fucking go, and she pointed me to another Steinway mm. that was sitting at like the far end of the room, and it was a Steinway from 1980. Uh, Try to whistle there, but didn't come out. Or yeah, kind of. It was a Steinway from 1980. And it was an entirely different sound, mm. and it was a baby grand. And so, like, just the the difference in the way that it played, the the way it sounded, everything like that was just so interesting. Uh, and it, it was kind of funny because as the one was getting ready to leave, I I was like, I imagine you came over here to make sure that I wasn't going to like bash on the keys and like break this $100,000 <laughs> piano, right? And she was like, a little bit. And yeah. I was like, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I felt like I shouldn't be unsupervised around this piano, even though I've been playing piano for 16 years. Yeah, I'll definitely not play uh, Your Light in April openings on the, the Steinway. At least not the chorus. <laughs> I never. I didn't even think of that. I should have. That would have been really funny. Well, a lot of anime p- piano uh, an- anime openings on piano are just straight fortissimo from start to finish. <laughs> so you know, but I oh man. So here's what I was gonna say about my grand piano experience, really quick. You mentioned financing. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that uh, the store I went to did, he explained to me what you could do is, or we have a program where you can, it not necessarily, I mean, you should, you could finance for sure, but let's just say you have a budget of 5k for a piano, right? They'll right. show you a selection of budget pianos, probably Waltzizer or, um, Samic, right? <clears throat> um, great piano still, you know, five grand is a good, good, uh, a, a nice, a, a good, uh, budget to get a nice baby grand, you know, mm-hmm. to practice on and learn how to play on an acoustic piano. You have your go at it for a while, and then when you're ready, you can trade it back in and upgrade to the next bit. Increase your budget, add another thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Mm-hmm. 
and then get another piano. And then do that again. And do that again. And do that again. Oh. So he explained that to me. And I was like, man, you're really, t- you're really spitting right now. <laughs> if I had room, oh man, I would, stick, I would fucking stick it in here. I don't care. How would it get in here? I have no clue. These windows don't open big enough. Break the windows. Break the windows. Sorry, Dad. You know how it'd be. It's got to get the grand in cut here. The, cut a hole in the wall. Oh, the grand piano cannot live in here. It would fuck. It would. It would. It's a terrible climate to be in here. But you know, it would take up the entire room. Yeah, and it's also super fucking hot in here. So not great yeah. for climate. A lot of maintenance would have to be done. But that's what he explained to me, and I was like, "That's that's great. That's genius." And when I was there, my entire time I was there, this guy was great. He was fantastic. And he talked to me through the, the brands and his favorites, his personal favorites, which one, I, I got to play some. And he was like, oh, so you kind of play like this. He's more of a blues type of guy. Mm. Um, but then he was like, oh, so you play like this. Maybe you should try some like uh, Young Chang's or Samix instead. And I got to play those. And I was like, oh, these are great. And he was really walking me through and being... He didn't feel like a salesman. I mean, that's going to be different for a lot of different places. But in my experience, he did not feel like a salesperson. He just felt like, like a friend, like, like a, a good, piano, like, like a piano, yeah, like a piano friend who was just kind of te- t- telling me about pianos as I go, like kind of just backseat telling me about all the piano history while I play Unravel and shit on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was so great, and he was such a nice person. He's he's such a nice guy. Oh man, I just I, I wish I could talk to him. Again. I mean, I probably can. I don't know if you'd ever remember me, but he, it was just such a pleasant experience. I didn't want to leave. I said I got there, sun up, left sundown, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave. He he, re- he was really fucking, I mean, you just got to love old people. You, lo- you love when old people talk. I think it's especially fun for those situations where you meet someone who is way wiser in something that you enjoy so much Mm -hmm. like with us it's playing piano music that kind of stuff and to meet someone who's been playing piano for their entire life and they're like 80 yes triple quadruple your life you know right there's like there's that wisdom there and like oh it's so cool it is so cool yeah maybe if they were younger they'd probably be more sales salesperson-y yeah but he was a fantastic lad. Definitely need to see if I can. Go there. We should go in a grand piano store. Oh, that'd be fun. Or slam a. There's this music store. Have I gone to you before with it? Have I gone to? You? I think it's, it might have been a guitar center. I don't remember what it was. I've gone to it a couple times with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time, we were just hanging out after after classes, and then we're like, because I like piano, and then I was talking about it, and I was like, oh man, I want to keep playing the piano, but I got to probably just you know probably should go and i was i was thinking i love the idea of public pianos mm-hmm. i've always loved them do i have the confidence to play them maybe not i don't know but just the idea of going out and playing the piano just in a store or something has always been a, a fascinating idea in my mind mm-hmm. so we thought about it and we looked it up and then we saw a uh the guitar center off in like jansen beach or wherever it's at i don't mm-hmm. know where it's at it might be jansen beach and we're like, screw it. Let's just go there. So we went. And we went in. This was during COVID times. Uh, just before. Just before. Like 29, 20, 20, like 
2019, 2020-ish, we're wearing masks, right? But we still go, this was before the shutdown. Mm. Right before, right before. So great timing. <laughs> Anyways, we went there and I was like, hey, I know we're, you know, things are going down. Can I play the keyboards and stuff? It's like, yeah, go ahead. And we went there. Oh man, Zach, that was a great time. That was such a good time. But at that time, I wasn't really that great at piano in the sense that I didn't have like an idea for just playing randomly on a key and improvising or anything like that. Not that I can do that very much. I mean, I could do it on E and A pretty fine. Mm -hmm. um, but in general, I wasn't very confident. But it didn't matter because I was just having so much fun playing it. And I've gone there twice with two different friends. It's a great time. We should do that. That would be fun. Yeah, Jackson and I used to spend a lot of time at Guitar Center. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, like that that was one of our go-to activities whenever we would go out and, and just do random shit. It's like, I don't know what to do. Is Guitar Center open? Yeah. Okay, let's go to Guitar Center or Music World or Beacocks or any of the other music shops that are around. Mm -hmm. It's just that we have always just gone to music stores and, and messed around and just played stuff. And the reason why I loved going to Guitar Center so much is because they had a selection of electric drum sets. Mm. And so I would just be, you know, metal, metal head yeah. drumming it up. With some headphones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Everyone uh, is here. <laughs> that's so funny. It's funny because it's accurate. Yeah. Like... Why was that sound such an accurate representation of, what it of is. like... You're just smacking plastic. Yeah. Smacking plastic with wood. Um, but yeah, it, it is really cool when you are you have that opportunity to just go and play music and just dink around with a bunch of stuff that you can't afford. <laughs> and... Oh, man. But you know what it does to a person? It gives them that goal. Mm -hmm. You know, before we're talking about when the the when you jump into your first Ferrari for the first time, mm -hmm. it paints that pic it paints the picture of a of a, a a a like an actual definite goal. That I mean, you can dream about it. Mm -hmm. Oh man, it would be so cool to to get a Tesla or to get a to get a Ferrari or whatever, right? But you sit inside one, maybe even drive one. Oh, that goal, that dream you had now, has. Is now a a, a actual you've you felt it with all all five maybe even six of your senses. It's a thing that exists now. Yeah. In your uh, ideology, I guess, if you will, you know, it's 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 something that is now tangible. Yeah, and once once you have a frame of reference of yeah, there what, you go. frame of reference. Yeah. What that's gonna be like. And you have an idea of like, okay, so if I was to buy a Steinway and put it in my house and wake up in the morning and have a cup of coffee and just sit there at this beautiful grand piano and just play all morning, mm -hmm. this is what it would feel like. Ooh. And there are, there are very few things that I feel like would make me happier. Like I don't care about cars. <laughs> I don't I don't care about having like a nice house with nice cars or anything like that. I don't care about having a lot of money. I care about being able to 
have an experience like that, even if it's mm-hmm. not a Steinway, like even if oh, it was yeah. like a Yamaha or something like that. Oh where- yeah, to be honest, I think my my end end game piano was a Yamaha as well. Because they make some really, really nice pianos. I really like Yamaha's tones for their grants. Yeah. So, yeah big fan. I, the main reason why I love Steinways so much, and after playing them, it's just such a rich, warm oh, yeah. tone. Um, and it, I don't know, it just kind of fits no, you can my feel style the lu- You could feel the luxury immediately. Yeah. It's, it does not feel like, I mean, it's fucking way really expensive but it really feels like it should be that expensive when you play it and it's not something anybody yeah it's not something anybody can really tangibly understand i really like that word apparently Uh, anything that they can understand until unless they are into music in the same way right where they have been playing i've been playing a strat on my life you put a gibson in my hand and i will i will and i will learn the 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 magic that is that you know oh dude when i played a uh a les paul for the first time that's that's how it was um yeah i was with andy and we were at his dad's house and apparently his dad has really nice guitars for some reason mm-hmm. i don't know he's been playing guitar forever but i got to sit there and play a les paul and i was like oh this is crazy uh-huh now i understand why people like these so much mm-hmm. why is this guitar so heavy mm-hmm. you know it, it's like you don't you don't really realize what it's actually like until it's in your hand Exactly. And, or you're sitting on the bench and you're looking at the Steinway and Sons logo. Oh, I want to play an acoustic piano so bad. It's been so long. Oh, I I need to. I need to. Look at my hand, Zach. It wants to play a triad so bad. I got piano Parkinson's. (laughs) God, it'd be so nice. I want to so bad. Do you want me to tell you about the rest of my trip? Yes. We went went on a weird segue, um, a Steinway segue, which is perfect in every way. Ooh. Rhymes. So, yeah, I went to the Steinway store. I was there for like three hours, and then I went home, and everything was fine. And on the day before I was supposed to leave, wait, I'm skipping ahead. So, one of my coworkers was in Vegas for a music festival. Ooh. And so we got to go and dink around on the strip and go do all that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, go waste money on random things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and did an escape room Ooh. in Las Vegas. We ended up doing two rooms. One of them was like a uh, trying to... My coworker was trying to break me out of a jail cell, mm-hmm. which was really fun. And all, the only way that we could talk to each other was like a vent... <laughs> that connected the two rooms. So that was hilarious. Um and then yeah, we went we went and saw like the Luxor and like mm. did a bunch of random things. I didn't have a plan. I was like, I've never been inside of the Luxor before. Do you want to go look at it? And it's just like So what is that the Luxor? Luxor? So it's the the pyramid building in Vegas. Oh. And I thought it was like this really cool thing. It's just a hotel and casino. Nah. And I was I'm. I know. I know. And it's just for outside pictures. Basically, yeah. And 
the 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 appeal of it is you know it's a pyramid and all that kind of stuff and i wanted to see if we could get to the top floor of the luxor and just look down because like the ceilings were vaulted all the way to the top of the building and Mm. all of the all of the hotel rooms and stuff were like off to the side so you could see that straight shot all the way up cool and i really wanted to try to get to the top floor of the luxor but i couldn't because you needed like a room key Aww. to use the elevator, and I was real sad. Lame. Did you try uh, find any sneaky stairs? There were like no stairs. Really? It was kind of terrifying. The lack of stairs. That's bad, isn't it? Isn't that bad? That's really bad. Yeah, that's a that's actually a fire hazard. <laughs> Unless you're just not meant to be up there like ever. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's bad. <laughs> Oh well, it's like I'll get. That's not our it's problem. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's that's their problem when that happens. I, I'm not encouraging anything, by the way, but that's really bad. And also, they let people smoke cigarettes in that building, and it's been. Ah, my phone's ringing. Why is my phone ringing? Wow. Uh, ow. What was I saying? Oh, oh yeah. So it just smells. It it just oh, smells like cigarettes, and that's rough. Really I imagine bad. a lot of places though kind of smell like cigarettes though. At least in, if as long as if it's attached to a casino. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. That's good. And then the day before I was gonna leave, um, my oldest brother was like, Do you wanna go to a hockey game? And I was like, Do I wanna go oh. to a hockey game? Of course I wanna go oh, to I wanna a go ho- to a hockey game, bud. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> go go watch them hit pucks with sticks. It was so much fun, dude. Nice. And uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, oh, there you go. Is the team that like Bryce is a diehard fan of. Like, you know, he has a whole bunch of really cool, like signed jerseys and like mm. all of that kind of stuff. Like, he's diehard. And I didn't understand it for the longest time. And then I went into the stadium where where that game was happening, and like I was just around, like. 80% of the people in the stadium were Golden Knights fans. And it was it was just insane. The Knights ended up winning, nice. which is dope. Um and it was it the the entire stadium just erupted. Like mm-hmm. there are a few things that I've heard that are that loud. It's like 20 I think it was like 20,000 people. Jesus. And it was full, like full, full. When we were trying to get tickets, they were disappearing as we were trying to buy them. I'm surprised you even got them then. I don't know how we got them, (laughs) but... Hockey fans are nuts, eh? They are. And now now I understand the appeal. And now whenever there's going to be a Knights game, I feel like I need to watch it. Yeah, welcome to sports ball. Sports ball. Sports ball. Well, um, sports with no ball. Sports with ball. J- just sports. <laughs> sports puck. Go sports. Nice. Well, welcome to the club. Uh, at least your team is good. Our team, unfortunately, isn't very good. <laughs> the Krakens? No, the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's just another fun thing. But yeah, I'm glad your Vegas trip was good. Yeah, dude. It was. It, it was seems a lot like of it's fun. always. It's good that whenever you go to Vegas, so that's good. I not 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 saying this in a bad way, but every time, like my family loves going to Vegas. But the problem with that is that they're gamblers, right? Yeah. So if we go to Vegas, that's what's going down. 
Right. For better or for worse, I'm not a big gambler. I mean, I like, I like, I mean, I've done a few slots here and there, you know. Oh played yeah, few, the you know, played a few <laughs> cards here and there. I need to drop this. Um, but in general, like, I'm not. Like, I, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be stoked for like an hour and I'll be done, you know. Yeah. Um, but in in general, it's just not really my thing. But it's my entire family's thing. So that's what it's going to be based around, which is fine. You know, we work hard, you know, take a, take some time off. It's all good. Mm -hmm. That's all that's, that's, that's all that would happen. So I've never seen the appeal nor wanted to go. I'm also not a big partier. So if we were to go out to like a club, I don't want to go to a club. Um, I don't like going to bars. I don't like going to, well, if we have a restaurant, you know, sure, that'd be fun. Mm -hmm. But it's just not my thing, right? So... Two things. First thing, I did do like a, a smidge of gambling the first yeah. day I was in Vegas. I completely forgot that that was a thing that I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't end up winning any money. It's like shocker. Meh. Oh wow! It's almost like it's intended to be <laughs> like that. That's crazy, bro. Keep gambling, you'll 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 break even at some point in your life. How many lifetimes? Are there? <laughs> Second thing. When when I go to Vegas, I usually just go and hang out with family, dink around, do random shit. I don't really go to the bars very often, mm -hmm. if at all. Like, I think I got one beer when I was downtown Las in Las Vegas. Mm. And it was because we were fi visiting one of Bryce's friends who owns a restaurant. And he was like happy birthday, man. You want a beer? And I'm like, I'll take a beer. And he was like, okay, cool. And then he handed me a beer and then we walked out and I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, like I don't go to casinos. I don't gamble. I don't go out and party when I'm there. Like that's good. I, so I, we don't have family. At least not that I know of. Nobody's told me. Yeah. So every time, cause they go to Vegas pretty, I wouldn't say frequently, but for a family who don't, our family doesn't travel a lot, mm -hmm. but when we do travel, it's Vegas. Yeah, that's that's where all the that's where all the reward points go to. That's where all the plane points go to. It goes to Vegas, right? See, you need to go to Vegas with me, and we can go dick around and cause yeah, and, some shenanigans and, not, and do everything I don't want to do, or, or and not do all that other bullshit. Yeah, and uh, that'd be Ke fun. Kevin's in Vegas now too, so now mm. both of my brothers live down there. Ooh, that's fun. It's weird. Uh. But yeah, uh, basically what what my family has said is every time we go to Vegas, I'm always going to have a room and most of the time I'm going to have like a car that I just need to pay for the gas. And it's just like, okay, yeah, you can go dink around. Like they were telling me to bring a friend to Vegas because mm -hmm. I want to go out to like Red Rock and like check out the climbing scene and like mm -hmm. do a whole bunch of stuff that I just don't have time for when I'm there a lot of the time. And also I haven't had someone that was there with me who was like into that type of thing. Um, Shit, I'll go. <laughs> so this is a really funny thing. Yeah. I'm going to be going back to Vegas mm. very soon, probably like next month at uh -oh. some point. And the reason I'm setting. Oh, my it's, an, mouse it's pad a big down. reason. Let's go. Okay. I won't. I won't talk. So you don't have to change. Don't. Don't change. Nope. Leave it. Okay. Your okay. camera. Okay. I'm not okay. gonna. I'm not going to talk. Okay. Okay. It's okay. you. So, um, I really wish I would have caught that because that was kind of funny. So. It's in your camera. Oh, now it's in my camera. Okay. So basically, um, 
Stop. <laughs> Mom, Phoenix is forever making a title sequence. Bow. Uh, so I found out that mm-hmm. when we moved up here, mm-hmm. my my brother Bryce, he had like a, like two boxes worth of stuff that okay. ended up coming up with us for just for like long-term storage and we thought oh, like okay. Oh, okay it's just going to be a couple months and then we'll ship it back whatever gotcha. it stayed until like a month ago oh and so everything that's been in those boxes has been very well preserved mm. what was in those boxes was sports illustrated magazines Ooh. that have like ro- women yeah, but also <laughs> they have like rookie cards <gasps> on the back. Oh. And um they're in like a sheet so you have to like tear them, tear mm-hmm. them out and everything like that. And so Bryce ended up making the discovery that one of Wait, before you start, before you continue. Is this something you want to say? Like out loud? You know, I didn't think about it. Until just now, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know, but I, I kind of see where this is where this is going toward where, where this is headed. So I I just wanted to throw that out there just in case. This is going on the internet. This is right? going on the internet. Um, the reach, I don't know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I I feel you. Um, so I won't I won't get into specifics, but we ended up finding one of the sheets. Has a card on there that is pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The only problem is, is that it's still in the sheet, and we would need to tear the card out of it. Oh. And so you can't just like scalpel blade. Like it has to be professionally done. No, it has to be like ripped out. Okay. Like it has to have the little perforations on the on the thing. Like it. It's this thing that like we have to rip it mm-hmm. and so basically what i ended up doing is i ended up buying another one of those sheets okay that has all of the cards in there still along with the one that i really want and i shipped it to vegas and i was like hey bryce next time i'm down there do you want to just get drunk and tear the cards and see what happens and he was like oh. what <laughs> like i I, yeah. It. <laughs> oh. That I, sounds like a great time. I'm really excited, but also <laughs> like my hands are clammy right now. Like the 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 thought of doing that is terrifying. Okay, so you say sheets. Do you mean like the little packets? Like is it like a packet? No, like so, in Pokemon cards or? No, so it's. Um, I'm trying to visualize it. It's like uh you know how on the end of a a, a pre a piece of paper out of like a, a binder it has that perforation that runs down the the far left side so you could rip it out without having the little dots in there. Here, I'll show okay. I think I think it's been, okay, it's been a while since I've looked at a binder, but I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you Okay. I'm not going to show you the um Whoops, you're on two. Um, the card. Yeah. Uh, sports Illust- illustrate. Hey, be careful now. Um, 
Oh, I don't even have it on the on the thing. Oh, it's all good. You say four kids. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Sports Illustrated for kids. Okay, that's, that's good. That's what the thing was. Okay, I'm okay. Um, so not quite as many beautiful women. No, not quite as many. So basically, this is this is what the sheets look like. Okay. Um. Oh. Do do. do okay, you, I've seen. Okay, I've seen. I I think I have. Okay. Do do you see but what I'm trying to say though? Like, I do, the, but I didn't know how I didn't so I didn't know how they would they were torn out. Though. So you actually physically rip them out? Correct. As in like it's double layered, like a sticker or not a sticker, but you know what I mean. It's like two things. No, 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 no. Like so, it's really hard to see. I'm gonna open. No, it. it's all good. Uh, I, I just so. Oh no, free clout. Uh, shut up. So I don't know how how easy it is to see, but you see that little line running across there. That's, oh, so it's that. So it's a perforation, right? So basically, you like it's have plastic. To, it's it's like cardstock, like cardboard almost. Okay. And so basically, what you would have to do is you would have to tear it at that line to get the card out of the sheet. So each of these cards. So it's like a double layered page. Kinda, I think so. I think I understand. I think I just am having a hard time putting words and visuals together. But I think I understand what you're talking about. So, yeah. So, basically, that's a thing. Um, and I will, like, after we're done with the show, I'll I'll show you. It's crazy. Okay. Um, but, it's yeah. It's baseball. Huh? It's baseball. Tennis. Tennis. Okay. So yeah, I'm 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 really interested to see kind of how that goes and I'm terrified. And like even just thinking about it now makes me all sweaty. So like, you're saying, uh so let's remove all the nervousness with some alcoholies and just give her a goal bud. <laughs> basically, yeah. That's a way to go. Calm the nerves. Yeah, and I mean you know, if, if you ruin it, you won't even feel that bad. <laughs> it's like why did I drink so much rum? <laughs> um but I mean yeah, but and, that's that is cool. And the way that I think about it is regardless of the shape that it's in, like what's a plane ticket? Right. Especially if I plan it out like, you know, it it would be like 130 bucks round trip, which isn't that bad no. at all, especially since I'm going to be able to stay down there for free. It's like yeah, it's true. No big deal. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited, but it it will be really cool to just kind of see everybody again and be able to see Kevin because I didn't get to see him before he went down there. Like mm. he drove down, and he left the night before I flew back. Mm. Oh yeah, and then I had to work that day. Nah, like Monday, I woke up at eight o'clock, got on a flight, got home changed went to work worked until almost 5 a.m yeah so i'm running on fucking empty right now you know i have been a big sleep advocate these days because i've been waking up in the morning i've seen that you you've been awake when i'm like getting ready for bed i've been waking up at six in the morning every day for the past couple weeks i've been going to bed at 6 a.m well that's your job you know yeah what are you gonna do I don't have a job, so I'm trying to do this transition period because I'm planning on working again. In the morning time? Um, yes, potentially. If not, then we can do a reverse job. But it's easier to reverse from morning to night than it is night to morning, in my experience. 
That's fair. You know, so I'd I, rather, I would say that. Yeah. I'd rather you know, pregame myself in a better in in a, in that sense. Anyways, so yeah, I've been waking up in the morning like dead in the morning a lot these days. I've also been sleeping at like eleven, twelve, like you know, eleven p.m., twelve midnight. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay consistent. That's been the vibe, and I've been feeling great. Yeah, I Taking mean, you're looking a lot great. of naps though. <laughs> oh god yeah uh i did just get a haircut yeah got the fate looks good thank you appreciate that i'm feeling scruffy i did i did trim up the beard though i i am feeling a little bit less scruffy can but... i ask a question yes as a non-bearded man uh-huh how goes the routine for that like what's the what's what's your idea for that so for your... i feel like i am not a good person to, right, right. To talk about that sort of thing, because just, I see a lot of people like you know they get lined up in the bottom and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they really they were and they look really good, you know. Mm-hmm. But how that that has to be like if you were to be that into it, you'd have to do it pretty frequently, no? I guess it depends how I fast mean, you grow. Yeah, it depends. Like if you were to get lined up today, how long would it take for you to probably have to get lined up again? Week, week and a half. A week. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, it depends. And, like, I, I'll i get lazy sometimes. And, like, when I cut it short like this, a lot of times I'll just kind of let it grow out a mm. bit. So it'll give me a little bit of buffer time. And then I'll only have to worry about, like, the cheeks and the neckline and that right. kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's really not that bad. And no. I would much rather do that than have to shave my face every other day. That makes, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I've seen, I think a lot of people, they would just shave, right? Just just do after like a week or so clean shave. Yeah. And then regrow full. But in my head, I was like, that's not very efficient. Yeah. You know, especially if you're a beard type of guy. Right. Unless you're like a like an on-off type of guy, then maybe, right? See, I've been I've been trying to decide if I want to shave the beard just to see what my face looks like. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't seen my chin since before COVID. Yeah. You just watch your old videos. They pop up every That's now true. and then. You're like, oh, look at that. Naked face Who Zach. is that guy? Who is that guy? Yeah. Nah. I mean, whenever I shave, I think, oh, who is this guy? So I don't know how it would be for you. <laughs> it, it really would be like, It would be a whoa. different person. Yeah. Okay, if you ever shave, you need to warn me before you show up at my front door because I'm going to be scared. Really? Not in a bad way. I would just be like, oh, I want to be mentally prepared. At least tell me. Don't show me. Just tell me. Just be like, Arthur, I did it. I did it. I'm like, oh, he's done it. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's done it. Oh, my God. Oh, he running. Ready. Daddy. I was running. I was running. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I was just curious. You know, I. Oh, man. Can I can I add just something I wanted to talk about? Yeah. This is a complete fucking derail. I don't know how much time we have. I don't know how long we've been going for. What are we at right now? Like an hour or three. An hour or three. This is like a, a full episode topic type of thing. Oh, geez. That I've been thinking about. Well, I had it written down for this episode. <laughs> and I was thinking about it, right? Because I've been writing things down. I'm thinking about if I want to share it. Because it's interesting, but it might. It, it's, not, it's not a full episode thing, but it's like a segment. 
I don't know, man. We our segments will go either from. All right, then I'll to- save it for next time. Next time, it's just a, it's a fascinating observation I've 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 understood about YouTube Shorts and TikTok. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that that'll end up like completely yeah. fucking derailing. I know we talk about it a lot, but it's to, in my mind, it's still such a new thing. The oh, idea yeah. of short form media, and as much as I want to hate it, I think it's more responsible to observe its effect. I, I mean, if you think about it, Vine was around till what 2017 something i like believe that? so yeah it ended when, while we were still in high school and it started in like 2013 mm-hmm. or whatever so over the last 10 years there's been like a revolution in like basically the introduction of short form media that's not just like youtube poops you right. know so like how are we supposed to know? <laughs> you said, i i just really thought about it i guess youtube poop kind of is the same in the same vein as quick form media. <laughs> Are we really gonna go? See now, I want to research this and like go down. Okay, the how about I write myself? it? How about I write that down? And okay. then on one thirteen, okay, episode one thirteen. That's so we start with whether we finish finish with that. It's whatever. And I'm gonna do research. Like I'm gonna. I'll I'm, look some shit up too. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested. I'm going, if you can bring pictures. Video. We're, oh man, we're gonna. I'll bring links. Track. Oh, that'll be great. So, you know the video piano cat, right? The. Oh, that's a classic. That's a hood classic. So the original video was actually from the 1980s. Really? It was in America's Home Funniest Videos, right? Or no? I don't think so. But it was posted on YouTube in 2007. But the video is from the 80s. Okay. Which is just a fascinating thing. Because you think about all of the stuff that's on YouTube that you think, oh, okay, it was filmed for the purpose of being put on YouTube. And then you think about how long has someone just had this video? And then they're like, meh, fuck it, I'll post it. Yeah. Sounds like me with most of the things that are on my channel. Anyways, I... I really want to but also i know i know i know well i mean we could shoot it eh, i mean I, I feel like we would not be doing it justice no you know like this is one of those things so the reason because I, I like i have multiple bullet points here exactly yeah no I, there's I, no way this is i've said before this is a it, uh, this is a very scripted podcast you can tell by the way i stutter because i forget about this i for, i can't re- remember the script immediately um, but I do have it written down. We have we both have script books that we're looking at off camera. We're actually looking at teleprompters the entire time. Yes. And when I look at the camera, there's another teleprompter. <laughs> there's multiple teleprompters. This is a scripted show. Sorry. Sorry to break everybody's heart. Um, <laughs> this may be controversial. This is a new show. Oh, no! <laughs> Use case! Oh! <laughs> All of the bingo cards. The bingo. Someone has bingo in the corner, and you would have bingo too if you went to the description and checked everybody out. Thank you everybody for listening, and thank you everybody for watching. This has been a fun episode. We're gonna talk about music. It's been a while. Yeah. If you're into music, hey, you know it's it's crazy. I was talking. I know we're gonna end it. Don't worry. Um, I have some more friends that I've I've talked to that have gotten into music because of Bochi the Rock. Fuck yeah. I've had some friends like online they tell me I have bought my first guitar because of I watched Boshi the Rock. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Dude. I'm so happy. So hey, listen. You don't have to be the greatest 
pianist, the greatest guitarist, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think you if you you like everybody likes music. Right. So if you have the time, if you have if you if you like to pick up a hobby, give it a shot. Maybe pick up a secondhand guitar. Ask your uncle. He probably has a guitar, you know, and have some fun and try some things. Try new things. Try new hobbies and see if it's music and see if that's it. So that way you can find yourself in a grand piano store one day and truly understand what it means to play on a Steinway. Music is one of those things that you will never be too old to start to learn, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's so much that you can learn. Um, and also, you can learn what those buttons do right under wow, my face. Wow, nice. Segways are weird. Oh, you, oh uh, I thought you meant like the like button. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Well, that one, but you're talking about the video buttons. Yeah. Wait. The video, the, no, which one are you talking about? I was talking about like the like button, oh, okay. the subscribe button. What well, are you saying below your face? I guess it is below your face. There's a lot of things below your face, technically. There's even videos below your face. Oh yeah, check out the videos that YouTube decides that uh, you want to see. I was see. talking about the, re- the recommended video. I mean, I guess that there's just a lot of things depending You're on- You're making this so much seconds. more complicated. Okay, anyways. Click so on things that pop in your screen. Videos popping up. I'm gonna let YouTube recommend Bochi um, the Rock video. That one's really good. Oh yeah, that one is really um, good. Link to our socials down below. And uh, yeah, peace and chicken grease. If you're clicking on a face. thing that pops up in the screen, make sure it's not a Naruto game. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>